Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, is it time for COVID boosters for all adults? Could anyone 18 or older get a third Pfizer dose by Thanksgiving? The breaking news, Pfizer asked the FDA to authorize its booster for even more Americans as kids wait in long lines for their first shots. Investigating the horror in Houston. After that deadly concert, narcotics and homicide detectives try to figure out how this could happen as we learn who had the authority to stop the show. Plus, a nine-year-old still in a medically induced coma fighting for his life. With Thanksgiving just weeks away, could sky-high gas prices and understaffed airports lead to a travel nightmare for Americans hitting the road? violent threat. The sad state of politics as a Republican congressman and his family is threatened with death for voting in favor of a bipartisan infrastructure bill. I hope you die. I hope everybody in your family dies. Our series honoring our heroes. Meet the family of this decorated Navy SEAL who died by suicide. The new way they're trying to help veterans in need. An ideal bedtime? More evidence a good night's sleep is essential to good health. What time should your head hit the pillow? And how one hospital is honoring a beloved pediatric nurse after half a century of service to the tiniest of humans. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us. We're going to begin with a major milestone in the fight against COVID. It was exactly one year ago today that Pfizer said its COVID vaccine proved to be highly effective against the coronavirus in trials. The first shots came just over a month later. 
Well, today, Pfizer requested government authorization for its COVID booster, hoping to make it available to all adults 18 and older. Federal health officials are concerned about decreasing immunity as we head into winter, and they're emphasizing the importance of getting those boosters. This comes as the vaccination campaign for kids 5 to 11 is getting into full swing, with some grade schoolers waiting in long lines today to get their shots. CBS's Nikki Batiste leads off our coverage in New York City. Good evening, Nikki. Nora, good evening. With Pfizer's request tonight, millions of vaccinated people could become eligible for a booster shot just as the winter holiday season kicks off. More than 25 million people have had a booster shot since the FDA authorized it for anyone who is at least 65, high risk, or who already received the Johnson & Johnson shot. All right. And studies indicate a third dose could be critical, as mounting evidence shows efficacy wanes anywhere from six to eight months after full vaccination. You're done. Children remain at high risk after 5 to 11-year-olds became eligible for the Pfizer shot late last week. New data shows more than 100,000 children tested positive for COVID for the 13th straight week. More than 350 children have died of COVID since the beginning of September, bringing the total to nearly 900 child deaths since the start of the pandemic. In New York City today, these parents jumped at the chance to get the first vaccine dose for their children. It's very significant. We just want our daughter to be protected. Ten-year-old Leah Adams waited with her parents in one of the many lines wrapping around New York City blocks. Demand is outpacing supply at some schools and pediatricians' offices. I want the vaccine. Like many of the kids waiting, Will Hahn was hesitant but ready. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you to get the vaccine? Uh, no, I know a 9 because I'm kind of nervous, but I really want to get it. Several parents here at this New York City elementary school told me today they waited for nearly four hours to get their child a vaccine dose. But experts say if kids keep lining up for a shot, classrooms could be mask-free early next year. Nora? And that's worth the wait. Nikki Batiste, thank you. We want to turn now to the investigation into that deadly crush of people at a concert in Houston. We're learning new details about the medical condition of a nine-year-old who was injured. CBS's Lilia Luciano reports tonight from Houston. Before the chaos, there was this photo. Nine-year-old Ezra Blunt with his dad outside Astroworld Festival. Ezra was on his father's shoulder as Travis Scott performed and the crowd surged. My son couldn't breathe because of all the pressure that was being applied to him. And he passed out. And when he passed out, Ezra fell into the crowd. And uh, he he was trampled really bad. He remains in a medically induced coma on a ventilator. Eight died that night. Homicide and narcotics teams from Houston PD are leading a criminal investigation. This is an Astroworld Festival action plan. 56 pages of protocols for all types of emergencies. Active shooters, 
bomb threats, evacuations, but nothing about a crowd surge, even though Travis Scott was twice arrested for urging crowds to stampede barricades. And in this 2019 Netflix documentary, Scott's security team details the kind of panic crush that this time turned deadly. So you see a lot of kids that are just trying to get out and get to safety because they can't breathe because it's so compact. In this close-up video, trampled fans are screaming for help as Travis Scott continues to play. Only two people have the authority to stop the show. Add a breakdown in communication with fire and police unable to communicate with private medics hired for the event. Investigators are combing through the concert site, examining fences aimed at crowd control, which as the crowd surge became death traps. Attorney Benjamin Crump represents the family of Ezra Blunt. He has severe brain damage, severe kidney damage, severe liver damage. It's going to take a miracle. And tonight, there are increasing calls into what went wrong and calls for an independent investigation into what happened, given Houston PD's deep involvement in providing security that night and what many are calling a catastrophic failure. Nora. Lilia Luciano, thank you. Well, tonight, AAA estimates that more than 53 million Americans will travel over the long Thanksgiving weekend. That's close to pre-pandemic levels, and it comes amid the highest gas prices in seven years and a potential shortage of TSA screeners at airports. We get more on this from CBS's Carter Evans. So I'm very excited. I can't Emma Skeels is again. flying out to visit family she hasn't seen since the pandemic began. I certainly missed spending time with my grandparents this past year. Come Thanksgiving, she'll be among the millions of Americans traveling during the holiday, up 13% from last year and the biggest increase since 2005. Is it the vaccine? People aren't afraid as much anymore? Absolutely. What we saw is the desire to get out there and travel again, directly correlated with the increase in vaccinations. Doug Shoup with AAA says more than 4 million people are expected to travel by air, up 80 percent over the dismal holiday travel week last year. It comes as the Biden administration lifted its international travel ban. We're going to see very close to pre-pandemic levels for air travel. But can airports handle the crowds? As of last month, only 60 percent of TSA agents said they were at least partially vaccinated. The agency tells CBS News it's laser focused on vaccinating the rest of their workforce by the November 22nd deadline. At the end of the 405. We're and expect lots of traffic on the nation's highways. AAA anticipates 90 percent of travelers will jump in the car Thanksgiving weekend. That's more than 48 million people on the road. Despite the average price of gas costing more than a dollar more per gallon since this time last year. And we're just trying to curb uh, spending in other areas so that we can afford to uh, fill up our tanks. You're going to need some patience this year. And if you're hitting the road in California, well, dig deep. We are just about a nickel away from the all-time average high price for gasoline here. And we're already seeing numbers that start with fives and sixes. Nora? Wow, Carter Evans, thank you. The committee investigating the Capitol Hill riots issued more subpoenas today, adding 10 former Trump administration officials to their list. And as CBS's Nicole Killian reports, it comes as a threatening phone call is raising new concern for the safety of House members. 
Who knew what? Tonight, disturbing messages from Michigan Congressman Fred Upton after he and 12 other Republicans voted for President Biden's infrastructure bill late Friday night. The motion is adopted. This death threat left on his office voicemail. I hope your f***ing family dies. Hope everybody your f***ing staff dies. You f***ing piece of f***ing traitor. We've seen civility really downslide here. I'm concerned about my staff. Uh, they're taking these calls. Yeah. They're, they're threats to them. U.S. Capitol Police say they expect more than 9,000 threats against members of Congress before the end of the year. They rigged an election. Former President Trump has kept up the attacks on Upton and his colleagues, saying they should be ashamed of voting with the Democrats. And he's also lashing out at the committee investigating the Capitol assault, now seeking testimony from his inner circle. The 10 additional subpoenas sent out today include former White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany and top aide Stephen Miller. But some, like former White House strategist Steve Bannon, have snubbed the committee successfully so far. Do you worry that some of these individuals are stonewalling the committee? And is that impeding your work? We're getting information from all sorts of sources. Uh, So no one individual is going to be able to frustrate our capacity to proceed. But some of these individuals have information that we very much need to get, and we intend to get it. Today, a judge denied Mr. Trump's request to block the White House from sending his personal records related to January 6th to the committee. Those could be handed over as soon as the end of this week. Nora? That's a big development. Nicole Killian, thank you. And there's a surge of COVID cases in Europe, and health officials are sounding the alarm. Six out of 10 cases being reported around the globe right now are in that region, leading the CDC to move some countries to its highest risk level for travel. We get more now from CBS's Charlie Daggett. Grim scenes in parts of Europe today recall the darkest days of the pandemic. Patients stacking up in overwhelmed ICUs, body bags and coffins stacking up in the hallways. Eastern Europe has become the epicenter of the Delta variant outbreak, driving up that quarter of a billion COVID cases worldwide and more than five million deaths globally. One reason countries like Romania and Latvia are bearing the brunt, far fewer people have been vaccinated than in Western Europe, says the World Health Organization's Hans Kluge. I recently came from Portugal, which has the highest vaccination uptake in the world, 85 percent, but still people are adhering to the three W's, wear the mask, watch the distance, wash your hands. Yet even that's not enough. Germany's infection rate has soared to its highest level since the start of the pandemic, despite the fact that close to 70 percent of Germans had been fully vaccinated. And hard-hit Russia today hit a new daily record in COVID deaths one day after the country ended a strict nine-day shutdown. COVID-19 has proven to be a persistent enemy, mounting yet another attack with the peak of winter on the way. Transmission rates had been climbing here in the UK too, Nora, but then a couple of weeks ago, they began to drop off. Now, scientists are hopeful this current wave peaked in October and Britain may be over the worst of it. Charlie Daggett, thank you. All right, all this week, we're honoring the service and sacrifice of our veterans. And part of that means helping the men and women who defend our country. 
Tonight, we're shining a light on mental health. Nearly 20 percent of service members who have returned from Afghanistan and Iraq have PTSD or depression, but only half who need treatment actually seek it. CBS's Catherine Harridge reports tonight on a possible solution in our series, Honoring Our Heroes. Bill Mulder was one of the nation's most decorated Navy SEALs. He was a true patriot, 20 years serving his country. His wife, Sydney, says he was a great dad and dedicated to his SEAL team. Bill was incredibly proud. He loved loved his job. But after a grueling mission to Afghanistan in 2009, Sidney says Bill changed. He was angry, started drinking excessively and shut down. Why did Bill refuse the help? He felt if he opened up and if he were honest and truthful, he would jeopardize his career and I'll get kicked out. I won't. I'll lose my security clearance. Six months after leaving the Navy, he called Sidney on FaceTime and put a gun to his head. And I said, you're scaring me. I'm scared. And um, I heard a gunshot and I saw what I saw. And then the phone, it went black. And I threw the phone on the ground. Say I'm a veteran or service member seeking help. At the same time, Sydney's brother, William Negley, a former CIA officer, was developing SoundOff, an app that would let those who serve reach out for help anonymously. And then you're using encryption to protect the actual conversation. According to the VA, 17 veterans a day take their lives. Half or more of those that are suffering the most never seek help. John is one of the veterans who downloaded the app. His team cleared roadside bombs in Afghanistan. I do think the SoundOff app saved my life. We agreed to protect his identity. SoundOff put him in touch with a therapist. If a soldier or a a service member wishes to advance their career and stay in the service to seek mental help, I, I think is a barrier still. Negley says the app has helped 200 veterans, and he wants to expand. Four years later, Sidney Mulder wears the watch her husband had on when he died. Clipped on is their wedding ring. I'll put my <laughs> finger and just kind of sit there. A reminder, she says, their family is healing, and Bill continues to serve. Catherine Herridge, CBS News, Bethesda, Maryland. And hopefully this new tool will help others and save lives. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. There was a spectacular show in the sky over New Orleans last night. That's not a meteor or UFO. It's actually the SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule carrying four astronauts home, wearing diapers after the capsule's toilet broke down. Well, Splashdown was right on schedule just off the coast of Pensacola, Florida. All right, tonight, more evidence a good night's sleep is essential to good health. A new study found that 10 to 11 p.m. is the best time to go to bed, lowering your risk for heart disease. 
earlier than 10 can increase heart disease risk, and after 10 apparently also increases your risk. So there's a sweet spot. Researchers say the results suggest early or late bedtimes disrupt the body clock with adverse effects on heart health. All right, now this news today, Malala Yousafzai, the youngest ever Nobel Peace Prize recipient, announced today that she's married. The 24-year-old human rights activist married an operations manager from Pakistan in a ceremony in Birmingham, England. Malala, who survived being shot by the Taliban over her activism, said, today marks a precious day in my life. And congratulations to Malala. A pediatric nurse in Virginia just reached a career milestone, 50 years on the job. And since Janet Woods has no plans to retire, her colleagues decided 50 years was reason enough to celebrate a very special nurse. Here's CBS's Jan Crawford. Janet Woods thought today would be just another day at work at Inova Fairfax Hospital. We are here to celebrate you today and your 50 years. Woods has spent 50 years as a pediatric nurse here, most of them in the neonatal intensive care unit. And her fellow nurses decided that deserved a celebration. I came in the morning for you. (laughs) Hundreds line the hospital halls with 50 flowers, one for each year for a woman they call a superhero. If you can extend a hand and help a family or help someone along the way, it gives you great joy. How many babies would you say you've helped bring into this world? Thousands. Tens of thousands? Probably. 50,000? Closer to 50,000. The 71-year-old grandmother says she hasn't thought about retiring, not even during COVID. It was never a thought that I would leave, ever. You never thought about it? Ever. I would not have abandoned what I do. That's when you're needed the most. Nurse Miriam Rich has worked with Woods for 20 years. She's such an inspiration. I truly always um, want to be like Janet. And wanted to be part of a special day for a nurse who has spent her days caring for others. Jan Crawford, CBS News, Fairfax, Virginia. Tomorrow we continue honoring our heroes. We go to the Tomb of the Unknown, where for the first time, the public is allowed to lay flowers. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.